listening to This Is Wellness, the podcast where wellness looks different for everyone. Hacks. We've all seen the thousands of videos of how to hack this and how to hack that. But what does it mean to hack into your own wellness? Today, our hosts focus on seeing your wellness for what it is and embracing your limitations while still meeting your wellness goals or maybe just shifting your expectations. Hi, Celeste. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. So last week we talked about forming habits and getting into routines. Mm -hmm. And this week it almost feels like the complete opposite because we're going to talk about when you're giving yourself the permission to kind of deviate or in a way hack those routines, Mm -hmm. depending on what it is that you need. So I have become very familiar with this term, the ADHD tax. Have you, are you familiar with it? A little bit, but I'm excited to hear more about it. Yeah. So the ADHD tax is this understanding that for individuals living with ADHD, but not just ADHD, it can be lots of different things that you pay this tax for. Because as we know, things like concentration and follow-up can be issues for someone suffering with depression or having anxiety or different things like that, right? So the ADHD tax is the idea that because things fall through, because routines get thrown off, suddenly now you're paying this extra tax of either time or cost. It can be an actual financial cost of, I didn't book the hotel room in time, Mm. Now I'm having to pay extra because I lost out on the group room rate that Mm. was, you know, had that specific deadline, which is a very common thing. Missed deadlines with ADHD is very common, as well as anything else that we have in our lives, right? So the ADHD tax is the understanding that there are these very real financial costs, Mm -hmm. the bag of celery that goes bad because it's hidden in the drawer away from you. Yeah. If I can't see it, I can't eat it. Exactly. If it's not there in my line of sight, it doesn't exist. But the idea of hacking that... And instead, prepaying your ADHD tax in a very deliberate and planned way mm-hmm. is where we're coming at it from today. Got it. So what are ways that the ADHD tax has impacted you, whether financially or even just kind of a time-wise? So something that if I had done this sooner, it wouldn't have taken as long. But because I waited, now I'm paying this tax. I'm thinking about, I just got back from visiting some of my family members and I normally check in for like my Southwest flights. You know, you have to check in 24 hours in advance. Mm -hmm. If I forget, which I do, if I'm not ready to go with that thing in my hand to check in, I am like C45. And I'm like, oh. And you have really long legs too. So getting those less than preferable seats are an issue. Yes. And I only carry on my bag. So then I don't have bin space. I mean, I know this is all very like first world problems, but it's just frustrating and being at the airport and TSA and the whole process is already frustrating. So now I'm at the end of the boarding process. I'm sitting next to like two screaming babies in a middle seat with no leg space and my bag had to get checked because I didn't remember or plan ahead to check into my flight. And now like what would be a really quick one hour flight feels like eternity. And you've also now added additional time because of the yep. getting off the plane, which mm-hmm. we know being in those back seats oh, yeah. take a lot longer to deplane. Right. And you've got the whole process of now having a bag checked that you have to wait on too. Which you know I hate. I know you hate that. that is, <laughs> you have literally made me feel shame into, I'm going to do just a carry-on. I can do this. I'm not going to waste time with the car- with the mm-hmm. roundabout carousel for the baggage. So that's a very good example of a non-financial ADHD tax. Fantastic. So if you're looking at that, what are the things that you can do in order to pay that tax ahead of time? If you know this is a concern for you. Mm -hmm. Like I need to plan ahead, obviously, set a timer, a reminder. Or are you saying like I can pay for the early check-in? 
It can be either of those. Oh, okay. So cool. if you, especially if you've found as you're going through life, right? For me, sometimes those early reminders or early check-ins, I wind up snoozing them. Yes. Um, and so that's the other part with ADHD, with depression, with anxiety, with everything that we experience in the world, even just living, right? Things sometimes that are a usual routine thing can sometimes blend into the woodwork for us. Mm-hmm. So you're not visually seeing it. And what did we already say? I'm not seeing it. I'm not eating it. <laughs> I'm not I'm doing not it. it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It doesn't exist. It's yeah. not in my purview. Yeah. So sometimes I do the thing where I have, and actually when we had a work trip to just, it was actually in May, Yeah. right? That's the last time we traveled for work. Yeah. My alarm that I change throughout the day to different times to alert me for different things, it still says check in for Southwest flight. Oh, no. It still says that little reminder because that has now blended into the woodwork, so to speak, so that right. that alarm that goes off is just another alarm. Mm-hmm. So just even noise. having exactly so even having it be labeled like that isn't necessarily the most effective way. Mm. Now, if you know ahead of time, I miss those alarms. That is one of the things that my current status or my current situation is, whether it is a an actual mental health diagnosis or even just those tendencies that you have or those different ways that it impacts your life for whatever reason, or just the fact that your life is really chaotic. Mm-hmm. If you prepay your ADHD tax which we've already talked about that. You kind of said, I can pay for the early bird check-in and then I don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. If you can afford to do that. And it really just just to kind of depend, how am I going to pay this ADHD tax now versus later? So if you're thinking about things that happen in everyday life that you have to pay an ADHD tax for, either because you fell out of the routine or it's something that you know needs to be done, but you just kind of put it off. The putting the time in ahead of time Mm -hmm. and paying that tax first, it's almost like investing in yourself ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And being able to make those things a little bit easier on yourself and allowing yourself to engage in that quote unquote hack to go into the influencer framing of Look it. Look at us. I know. We're right? so hip. I, I feel so <laughs> Gen Z right now. Ugh. Anyway, so if you're going to bring into a hack of it, it's even something as simple as I know that I'm not going to take the time to chop up the vegetables for dinner Mm -hmm. because that makes it seem so much more like so much more work. Kind of like we said, it's the prep to go to the gym, the being at the gym. But if I can cut that prep time down and hack that so that it is not as much of a tax that I'm paying ahead of time or paying to get it there. I can make this work easier. So I have a question then. Is me buying, because I love to cook, Mm -hmm. but I hate, hate, hate mincing garlic. Yep. I don't know why. There's no logic. Mm -hmm. I just don't like it. Mm -hmm. So I will buy the jar of minced garlic and keep it in my fridge at all times. And everybody gives me, you know, a hard time about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's not fresh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I don't care. That is an ADHD tax that you are paying ahead of time. Right. Absolutely. 100%. The other thing that I know is a big one for me because, and I actually just realized it the other day, I love to eat Mm Cheez-Its. They're one of my favorite crackers. What happens to a box of Cheez-Its like the day after you open it? I don't know. I don't eat Cheez-Its. So okay. They get stale and they actually get kind of like, I mean, they're still good. They're still okay. But I've noticed that they literally feel different on your teeth. Mm. And that may be, if anyone out there who is like, (laughs) I am also a Cheez-It person and I know... Chime in on that because they do. They feel very different. And I actually, for an event, they had the little bags of Cheez-Its. And of Mm -hmm. course, I always get the big box of Cheez-Its because I'm like, I know for a fact I'm going to eat 40 ounces of Cheez-Its in the next two weeks. I might as well. It's cheaper. It's easier. What have you. Right? Always with the mind of, I will separate these out into small, manageable bags. But you won't. I won't. I won't do it. (laughs) 
And I was at an event where they actually had the little bags of Cheez-Its. And I remember opening up a bag of Cheez-Its and I was eating it. And I was like, these taste so much better. These taste so different. They're so fresh. They're so fresh. <laughs> and I realized they are different because they're in their own separate individual bag. Now, is that good for the environment? No, not necessarily. But if the opposite is that I'm going to throw away a box of Cheez-Its because they don't taste right, I'm still being, box. yes, I'm throwing away three quarters of a box of Cheez-Its that because they're not quite right, mm-hmm. I'm still not being environmentally friendly. And instead, and I'm also not enjoying my Cheez-Its. So in that situation, the ADHD tax is a financial as well as this environmental payment that I am making of I'm going to do something where I'm getting these prepackaged, separated out but they're going to stay fresh and I'm actually going to enjoy them and I will eat them all. Yeah. It sounds like, and we've talked about this last season, but giving yourself permission, like permission slips, like, you know, this is a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So plan ahead Mm -hmm. and invest, whether it be fiscally or time in order to be well. Exactly. Right. Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. So if you know that even just doing meal prep, because when you think about it on Mm -hmm. those days when it's really gray and you're not, kind of all there mentally you're not all there and wanting to engage in your life Mm -hmm. in the daily life tasks that you have to do I don't know about you but if I plan I'm going to do meal prep on Sundays and Sunday comes Mm -hmm. and I don't have that energy yeah what's going to happen to that meal prep I'm ordering Domino's and I'm putting a slice in each Tupperware for the week exactly (laughs) now if I know that that happens multiple times now that can happen once or twice sure but if you're still on your routine and whatnot, you're fine. Yeah. But you should always have that backup of, oh, it's Sunday morning. I know this isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy those prepackaged salads that can get me through the week. Oh, instead I like that. of paying the ADHD tax afterwards of now I'm eating McDonald's every day, McDonald's every day, which is not good for your health. It's also still more expensive. Right. Right. So it's trying to figure out what is my ADHD tax. And my spouse and I, when we're at the grocery store, we will literally have that conversation of, I hate cutting butternut squash, but I really mm-hmm. love butternut squash soup. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm all about that pre-cut. Exactly. <laughs> and there's a part of me that is like, Sarah, it's an extra $6. Why are you doing this? But my thought is my time. Yeah. How long, how much of my time, how much of my time is worth $6 to me? Or how many rotting butternut in the how back of many, your fridge? Exactly. <laughs> how many butternut squashes have I had go to waste in the back of my fridge because I didn't take the time to cut it up? Because let's be honest, what happens throughout the week, the number of meals that we actually plan for and cook, we've gotten it down to where we plan for two. We expect there's going to be at least one night of leftovers in that, but we are not buying the fresh vegetables and the fresh things for more than two meals in any mm, given week. That's brilliant. Even knowing we're going to eat dinner at home five times that week. Right. One of those might be wind up being takeout that we didn't plan for or things like that. But if you have those other things built in of, okay, but I know I'm going to throw a grilled cheese on at one point. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Or even giving the permission of, and this was what my parents, my mom actually instilled this in me. At least once a week, we would always have free for all. Oh, yeah. And it was a defend for yourself night. And it was a whatever you can find in the kitchen. If you want to cook something, you are not responsible to cook anything for anybody else. But whatever you can find, whether it's leftovers. Cereal. Cereal. It's a fend for yourself kind of night. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you can give yourself permission to do, even with like younger kids, especially when you're like looking at what is an age appropriate level. Sure. Are they able to do this? Yeah. Two year old can't have fend yeah. for yourself night. No, definitely <laughs> not. But you can plan for that of knowing, OK, I need to have at least one thing yeah. on hand that is ready for them to eat that I'm giving myself permission that we're not making dinner tonight. Yeah. And I have stuff on hand for my two year old to be able to eat so that I don't have to focus that energy 
on that. I like that. That makes Mm -hmm. sense to me. We just did our, if you just listened to last week's episode, we talked about habit forming. One of the things of the sort of rules to successful habit forming is don't miss more than two days. Mm -hmm. Like you're allowed to miss one day of whatever it is that habit is. So for this ADHD hack, like, okay, you're not going to do the meal prep on Sunday. Like it's already three o'clock. I'm tired. I know. We're all going to be honest. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Football's on in three hours. Well, Mm -hmm. more football is on in three hours. I'm not going to do it. So do I just completely bypass it? Like, no, you you find that pivot, go get the salads, go get something. I mean, all grocery stores now have really great options. But if that happens the second week, then what are we doing? That's when you're trying to step back and say, is that habit or that goal that I had really realistic for myself, given the circumstances? Right. If you are a parent, especially like a single parent, and you are going to school, working full time, of course, all of those different things, you also have to be realistic and give yourself the permission or the ability to not be the person who is doing eight hours of meal prep every Sunday. Or or the I, I hear this a lot with my friends. I'm sure you do too, like new moms. Yes. Or, or soon to be moms. Yes. That are like, I am going to make all of my baby's food organic and I'm going to food process everything. And it's, I mean... Sarah and I don't have kids yet, but like, that's really beautiful in theory. I see them and I'm like, that is great. And then it's like, oh my God, this is so much harder because now I have a newborn. Like, (laughs) exactly. And it seems like that's something that could be so easy. Mm -hmm. And And like not shaming yourself for that and not being like, I'm the worst because I'm not doing this. Like, I think just giving a lot of permission slips to pivot and adapt to make sense so that you don't pay that even emotional tax later, right? Like exactly. I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Like that's, ugh, that's awful. I mean, yeah, kids can eat food that, I mean, we all survived it. Let's be <laughs> honest. Maybe there are some not so great things. There are some sure. big takeaways that we don't necessarily want from certain practices in the past. McDonald's every day is not great. McDonald's every day is not great. Every um, once in a while. Every once in a while, it's fine. You yeah. know, actually, it's funny because we talk about how um, for my spouse, he grew up not realizing that toys were in the McDonald's Happy Meal. What? His dad didn't want him to associate toys with the Happy Meal. So he would take it out before he gave him the Happy Meal. He would enjoy his Happy Meal and then like a couple hours later be like, oh, here, I got you this toy. Dang. So it wasn't until he was maybe 10 or 11 that he realized there was that connection. Oh, man, that's brilliant. I know, especially because then he wasn't always begging for McDonald's specifically because he knew there was going to be a toy in there. Or the whole collection. That or was the whole collection kid. of I things. Like, I want all yeah. of the toys. <laughs> I need to get every single one of these, these Mickey Mouse toys. Yes, absolutely. So if you are being able to look at what are the things that I actually want associated or what are the things that I do know, McDonald's every single day, not necessarily healthy. We're not okay with this. No. We know that that's not okay. But if we're saying, you know what, on Friday night, we're going to do pizza night. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, and I actually saw something to go back to Instagram and things like that of the thing where someone posted, I realized that it's not that they were, you know, treating us to pizza. It was that mom and dad were tired. We had pizza night on Friday night because yep. mom that's and dad too- were tired. Right. And that's okay. Sure. So if you're looking at what things in your life you can do a pre-tax for. Mm-hmm. So instead of paying the after-tax, which is both also the emotional shame of, mm-hmm. man, I let another butternut squash rot in the back of my fridge. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. I hate being wasteful like that. I hate the Mm -hmm. whole product. And now I have to clean out my fridge too. So now I'm adding time. I wasted money. I was bad for the environment. I wasted all these different things. I feel horrible about the fact that I did this. And I now get to clean out the back of my fridge because there are things that are going to start walking away. Yeah. So my solution for that is buying the pre-cut butternut squash, 
And now it's just making sure that I use it in time before it goes bad. Yeah. (laughs) Even then, that's still its own kind of tax, right? Sure. So if you're thinking about a tax that you can actually implement into your life to be able to make this something that is applicable to hack into and make those routines that much easier to keep, what do you think you might do? I don't know. I I feel pretty good about I use the pre cubed (laughs) vegetables. I've got my minced garlic. I definitely need to invest in like the early check in for traveling just because I travel so much for work and personal that the frustration and that emotional toll after is not worth. I mean, what is it like $15? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 15 bucks for then I grumble and I come into whatever I know I came in for this family trip and I was like, you know, just foul. $15 is, is worth my sanity. I'm trying to think of what else, what other things I can do to plan ahead. I am a planner. I think I don't know if I subscribe to, I mean, not subscribe or fall under the category of ADHD. I'm definitely more anxious as a person. Mm-hmm. So I probably over plan. Like I've got three. <laughs> <laughs> All the contingencies. Yes. Ready. And it's like, okay, but wow, that was excessive. So I think for traveling for me, that one's a big one. Because even during COVID, I think when we did grocery store pickup, remember when you, yes, everybody sort of started doing that. It was just easier. I still do that because mm-hmm. if I don't, if I go into a grocery store after work, one, I'm going to buy an excessive amount of food that eventually will go bad because I can't eat that much. Like it physically cannot. And two, like I just, I spend so much more time because I want to go down every single aisle because what if there's better stuff on the next aisle and I might, that you miss, might out. miss yes yeah. so shopping online is uh, or like grocery shopping online is something that I've just started doing and I think yeah. I have to pay like a small membership fee but well and it tax. also cuts down on the like overstimulation of seeing tons of different options or tons of oh different things yeah which I know for me that's been something where I'm saying there I'm like okay but do I need this one that has, you know, X, Y, and Z? Or do I need A, B, and C? What's the difference? Hold on. Let me pull out my phone. Let me research what the difference <laughs> oh, is no. here and try to figure out which one I really need. Whereas, so when you when you see Sarah in the grocery store aisle in the canned soup section and she's been there for 15 minutes, she's I'm comparing sodium, sodium levels. <laughs> I am doing <laughs> Yeah. I'm looking at what are my different options here and what's the best one. And in reality, they're probably pretty similar. Yeah. There's probably not that much difference going on there. Imagine not. No. But when you are looking at those different ADHD taxes or just kind of we're going to call them wellness taxes. I like that. I prefer that that idea because it's not doesn't have to be tied to ADHD. That is somewhere somewhere that it has been coined from, which is fantastic. There's been a lot of work done on that. But the idea of prepaying your wellness tax. You know, I really, really like that. When you were talking about this episode, I was like, okay, yeah, I don't necessarily have ADHD. I definitely have some tendencies. But I think everybody listening, ADHD or not can invest in their wellness tax and either prepaying it or seeing what is taxing to them in order to pivot and make some changes, some basic lifestyle changes. You know, be realistic with yourself. I I know for some folks, you know, 15 bucks is a lot. It just depends on you, your lifestyle, your finances, all of that good stuff. But paying attention to that and the wellness taxes that you need either to prepay or avoid in mm-hmm. order to be well. And I think it also comes back to what we've talked about before of when you misstep in your wellness, mm. when you misstep in anything, right? Mm-hmm. It's the the getting back up, the getting back on. Yeah. And when you're looking at it, there's the shame that we associate and the guilt of, okay, I screwed up on this. Okay, I, I failed to do this. I am paying this now. But actually giving yourself that minute to step back at the end of it and say, okay, 
where is it? And this is easier said than done because a lot of the time we're already in that anxiety or in that Mm -hmm. um, shame part. But really being able to take a step back and say, where is it in this line, in this whole situation that I could have maybe cut down on the level of anxiety or cut down on what it is that happened for Mm -hmm. that negative response? Mm -hmm. And if I can then try to make that shift a little bit for myself ahead of time Mm -hmm. in the future, prepaying that tax. I can make this routine, I can make this situation, I can make whatever it is that I'm trying to do a little bit easier on myself. Yeah. And it really does come down to prioritizing those things. So it's actually funny that you mentioned children, because I know one of my friends was saying, I really want to do cloth diapers for my baby. Mm -hmm. And someone told her, do not do that. Absolutely not. You're going to drive yourself bonkers. This is not going to be a good thing. She's had her baby now. And she was talking about how she doesn't understand why everybody was so all about it because she's like the cloth diapers are great it's mm-hmm. fine I just mm-hmm. have to do more laundry and then one of the parents who had told her that said I have three other kids one more load of laundry is too much for me sure it's not gonna happen and it's so funny to hear their discourse going back and forth because I'm in this chat with them and I'm like well I don't have a baby but I'm allergic to diapers so I don't, I'm not gonna have the best time being able to to do that you know I'm gonna have to do the cloth diapers so there's even just looking at what are the things that I need Do I physically need this thing Mm -hmm. that is an accommodation for my life? Mm -hmm. If we look at like different kinds of, there are the official ADHD or ADA accommodations, sorry. Sure. So there are official disability accommodations. Absolutely. When people were freaking out about straws and how straws were, well, you know, what do you really need? There are people with disabilities who desperately need straws in order to function. Right. Right. And I get the environmental impact and I get Mm -hmm. all of these different things of, well, why can't they just carry a straw? Why can't? There are some things where we need to be able to make these allowances for people to be able to live their lives. Mm -hmm. And those are things that you can work into your own life of it's okay if you're not going to do cloth diapers, if that's what works for you. It's okay if you're not going to make your baby food from scratch, (laughs) if that's what works for you. It's okay that you're going to use minced garlic. Yeah. Because... I also find that I then use more garlic, which makes me happier if I have the pre-minced garlic. Yeah, I need to add tons of that. But being able to be the... It's okay if that's what works for you and that's what right. you need yeah. to be able to be happy and to be able to do what you need to do. I'd also like to take this time to thank my mom for using cloth diapers with me because I also was allergic as a baby. Yes. It was not a hack. It was or or like an environmental choice. It was a necessity. Oh, and I was allergic and we didn't use cloth diapers. Oh, so gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, mom, uh, for doing that. I'm sorry. I know it was a lot and laundry was a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, to all of our moms and new moms, like hang in there and just... Yeah. Find the hacks that work for you. Find your wellness at what makes sense for you, not the version of motherhood that people around you tell you is best. It's yeah. really important. And I think that's where really where we want to come for wellness from that. Figure yeah. out where you're paying your tax. Mm-hmm. Preferably pay it ahead of time because then you can plan around that mm-hmm. if that's something you have the luxury to be able to do. Yeah. And if you can't, then as you're figuring out that you're paying that tax after the fact... Take the time to be able to try and see where can I fit this in ahead of time to reduce that stress level, even just a little bit, without the guilt, without the shame of not having been perfect right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about you, but I'm so far from perfect. Yeah. And the number of times where I look at it afterwards and I'm like, oh, you could have done that better. The difference between you could have done that better and I will do that better next time Mm -hmm. is really what makes it all makes it all worth it. Mm hmm. And let us enjoy our minced garlic. And let us enjoy our minced garlic (laughs) and our pre-chopped butternut squash. (laughs) There's no harm. There's no foul. It's there for a reason. Yeah. And it's a heck of a lot better than throwing away garlic that has gone bad. 
or yeah. butternut squashes that are starting to walk away from you in your fridge. You Do You, a wellness podcast by Celeste and Sarah, a spinoff. <laughs> oh my gosh, maybe that's what we should have called this. And it could just be all of our different hacks that make it to our life is possible. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about these ADHD taxes that we're turning into wellness taxes overall so that they're a little bit more generalizable and everybody can take advantage of them. If you are looking for more information about ADHD taxes, there is a plethora out there of the different costs and different information that's out there. One of my favorites is actually uh, Dana Rayburn. She's an ADHD coach specifically. She has from May of 2020, which makes me feel like that was forever ago and yet so recent because that was when I first found out about the ADHD tax. She has some stuff on there specifically about how to apply it, how to use it, and how to forgive yourself for that. So awesome. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. This is Wellness is a podcast by Emergence Health Network. It's hosted by Celeste Nevadez and Sarah Polk. Audio production by Andrew J. Polk and produced by Ashley Sandoval. 